Welcome to the Synth and Electronic Music Show, brought to you by the Coastal Electronauts here in Whitstable. My name's Peter Coit, coming to you from the Sonic Shed, and my co-presenter, Clive Walpole, is on the line across town in his cave of delights. Yes, hi Peter, from my wintry uh, synth cave. We're starting off with a piece from uh, Dick Gray Makers, the Dutch yeah. composer. This is a um, weird name, really. Tweak Lank. Uh, this is from a, an album I've got, a uh, sort of sampler album, high voltage, giant steps and flashpoints in the 20th century experimental and electronic sound. Nice sort of little, very simple little title for an album there. Mm. This is Dr. Dick Raymakers. He worked, it's Kid Bolton, he was known as, uh, experimental Dutch uh, musician, electronic musician. Worked with um, Tom Disrael as well, who was a... Another uh, experimental musician in yeah. Holland. And uh, this is from 1959. So this is Twee Clank, which means two sounds in Dutch. Ah, I see. Thank <laughs> you. 
like that. It was very mechanical sounding as well. Yeah. Uh, it's sort of go with a sort of a sci-fi 50s film, that kind of, sort of like the Barons would uh, do, that sort of thing. Uh, thing. It's very nice, I like that. There was like a distant theremin-like sound in the background, wasn't there? There was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on in there. Like, yeah, it's really nice. It, yeah, it's a contrast between two two different sounds at every time, every part of that, wasn't there? Yeah, of course you've got the percussive stuff, and then you've got a noise as well, actually bursts mm. of noise in there as well, mm. which would be interesting. Yeah. Right, next we have a piece from Adrian Utley and Will Gregory, who do a lot of soundtracks together. And this piece is from the 2018 film Arcadia, which is an impressionistic film about the British countryside. And I don't think I've not seen Arcadia. So no, I haven't seen it. <laughs> it. I've heard of it, but I've not watched, I've not seen it. Yeah. Quite hallucinogenic, apparently. Oh. But yeah, this is a piece from it called Into the Wild. Between those two, they've got a massive collection of vintage synths, haven't they? Yeah, I'd assume uh, with Adrian Utley, there'd be a bit of VCS3 there, because he's... Uh, yeah, I mean, it sounds a bit more... That one yeah. particularly sounds a bit more ARP 2600. It could have been, yeah, 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 the ARP on there. I'll just watch the film. Yeah. So we're moving on to a piece by Mort Garson. Yeah, uh, Mort Garson's um, Canadian composer. And he's really well known for a, an album, which is a kind of a classic electronic music album, Plantasia, which is quite sort of a, sort of, not really psychedelic, but I think it's sort of followed by that kind of um, culture, really. Um, but this one's ESP um, uh, from 1971. Mm. Uh, it's from electronic music through the years. Um, and I think this was uh, mostly featuring Moog synths and things like that. Yeah. But I've, I've read a little thing about Mort Garson. I didn't know that he was a sort of a conventional sort of composer as well. Mm. And he he wrote a lot of pop songs in the sixties and seventies. And one of the famous ones he did was "Our Day Will Come," 
Nothing will come. Yeah. All right, yeah. And yeah, he wrote that. Yeah, he wrote a lot of sort of pop songs that, um, from, from the 60s and 70s. He yeah. wrote with a uh, piece for Cliff Richard as well, didn't he? That's right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a surprise. Yeah. I had no idea of that at all until I, until I was a research, did a little bit of research the other day. Like, Ooh, there you go. We can't just uh, make experimental Moog music all day long, can you? No, no, I suppose you've got to... Um, well, I don't listen to it all day long. I actually listen to other tunes as well. Exactly. <laughs> we can at least spend an hour a week with us listening to it, can't we? Absolutely. Yeah. It's an indulgence. <laughs> <laughs> so this is ESP by Mort Garson. section was like you've been I think that was the ESP bit yeah <laughs> hooting along yeah and suddenly it hits you vacuum in your carpet and all of a sudden whoa <laughs> I've just got an ESP moment yeah I love the phaser in that I just ordered the, the phaser machine oh right oh yeah I like a bit of phase new one from Dreadbox oh, oh yeah yeah they've got some new modules out haven't they Dreadbox oh. looking forward to that that retro sound yeah. I love their stuff. It's mm. brilliant stuff. Yeah. Tangerine Dreams' Quantum Gate album was kind of a transition between the the old and the new uh, personnel, yeah? Yeah, this is sort of the latest iteration of Tangerine Dream, really. It's just, it was after Edgar Froese died. But they used a lot of the, his ideas for this, didn't they? So yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. They went sort of more software-based, 
mm. in the, you, like, probably mainly because it's a lot easier to perform anyway. But uh, they kept their sort of basic. They've always kept the basic. Um, I don't know philosophy of of Tangerine Dreams music, mm. and uh, I've got this album. Um, I haven't bought everything they've done because um, I, I could probably grew up electronically with the with the original Tangerine Dream, but I thought this one was um, captured a lot of what the original one was was like, really. So uh, I really liked Quantum Gate. This is it was this 2017. This one, I think. So this is called um, Identity Proven Matrix. Yeah.
a sort of a space western. Yeah, it's got that sort of westerny uh, little, um, yeah, riff to it, hasn't it, really? Yeah, yeah I like that. Yeah. yeah. Next we have a track from DB. Yeah, uh, DB is Dave Bessel uh, from Node. And this is uh, a solo album I did uh, called uh, Analog Endless. And a bit different to, you know, he's got his own sort of style, so it's not, not like another Node one, but it's still using um, vintage analog modular synths mm. and uh, sequencing and that sort of, uh, sort of sound, that approach. Um, and it, yeah, it's a nice album, this one. So, yeah, I didn't actually realise straight away when I saw it as DB. Uh, what was DB? I thought it must be, must stand for something. But yeah, I didn't realise oh. Dave Bessel. There you go. Decibel. That's what I thought, Decibel at first, but I thought, yeah, but. Um, <laughs> but Dave yeah, Bessel. Yeah, but Dave Bessel. <laughs> nice. Good, good, good name. Yeah. Yeah. This is called Endless. Endless, yes. But, oh. but it has a living to time. Thank you. 
It's almost like a chill out acid track, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's yeah, it's got it's got the sort of uh, Odie vibe. It's got its own sound there, hasn't it? It's got and it's like it's quite uh, it's got a lot very ambient as mm. well, a bit more ambient, I'd say. But uh, yeah, yeah, it is a good chill out track. We've got that sort of acid type bass line that. When I say acid, I mean the 303-ish. Yeah, that's it, yeah, yeah. We're going on to a piece by David Sylvian and Hokuzuke from their 1988 album, Plight and Premonition. It came about from improvisations in Hokuzuke's studio, which was an old cinema. So a massive place full of instruments and equipment and everything was mic'd up. I love those sort of places. Yeah. They've got stuff all over them. And Hulk was okay, he just, he, he, they recorded everything they did, basically. And David Sylvian said once he started to actually compose things, he would stop stop the recording and just keep the ideas, get, keep the inspiration. Mm, that's a good technique there, I like that. We just see what comes up and, oh, yeah, noodle. This is a piece called Plight, The Spiralling of Winter Ghosts by David Sylvian and Holger Zuke.
actually 16 and a half minutes long, that piece. No, it's nice. I like the, uh, the sort of backdrop of the drone on that as well, but yeah. carried on. It's nice. So. Mm. He, has lo- he had lots of, sort of test equipment and all sorts of uh, radiophonic type stuff in his studio. Yeah, yeah, you can hear that, in it? Mm. Yeah. As well yeah. as the acoustic stuff. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah, creative. Flute, flute there as mm. well. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, very nice. I've never heard that before either. So, yeah. Is that on an, on an album? Obviously, you know, Holger was a bass player from Cannes. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know Cannes. Yeah, I didn't realise that. From the uh, original yeah, crowd rock scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So moving on to a piece by Wendy Carlos. Yes. Sorry, it's a, yeah, it's a bit, bit of classic tonic again. Yeah. <laughs> this, this was... Uh, it, Wendy Carlos had big success with um, Switched on Bark and that sort of made a name and uh, probably really got people into the idea of synths in a way, you know, commercially. And uh, because it was so successful, they thought we'll do another album, you know, the um, record company, uh, Columbia, I think it was on, I can't remember now. And um, so they didn't do it immediately, they did switch on Bark too, but in between that they did this one, which was the well-tempered synthesizer, which is a sort of a, a misplay on the well-tempered clavier that uh, Bark wrote a, a book of, um, of pieces, practice pieces for. And, um, and this is the Monteverdi uh, Orfeo Suite from 69. All done with multi-tracking sections, recorded at different speeds, and then sped up, and all kept in miraculously in time. Yeah, and I do particularly like this piece. Amazing amount of work it takes to make these. Oh yeah, yeah, it's incredible. So it's Monteverdi Dolfeo Suite.
Monte Carlos uh, belated happy birthday as the 81st on last Saturday. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Happy birthday, Wendy. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love all the textures in that. All the, the, they're not emulating the actual instruments, but the sounds that, that, that were programmed in were yeah, sort of complemented the sort of sounds of the originals, I think, quite well. Hmm. She approaches the synth in a similar way we would do a, an organ to get the different orchestral tones. Yeah, gets a sort of tonal sound rather mm. than the actual sound, mm. I think, yeah. So we're entering the mainstream on the, with the next piece. Yeah. Yeah, this is from Yellow Brick Road, Elton John's Yellow Brick Road from 73. And this, uh, that, that was produced by David Henshaw, and David Henshaw was a big um, user, performer of, on the um, ARP synthesizer, and particularly mm. the ARP 2500, which was their sort of mammoth... Uh, um, answer to the Moog modular, there's their modular synth. Mm. And it's got its own particular sound, and this was composed as an opener to the to the album. It's, it's, he wrote this piece and performed it uh, along with El, Elton John's um, does obviously some of the piano work on it as well. Does he? Was it around the same time as Wendy Carlos? Do you think he was influenced by that? Uh, I don't know, because this was, well, yeah, it was while Wendy Carlos was producing the stuff, so yeah, mm. I'd say, say so, though, yeah, it's got that sort of classical feel to it a little yeah. bit as well, isn't yeah, it? Yes, yeah. but uh, it demonstrates that synth as well, I think, in quite mm. a good way, it's got its, to show its own unique sound, which, I, you know, I like, because um, they later followed that with the 2600, which is a far more popular and portable mm. synth. <laughs> but, yeah. um, both, yeah. both being remade by Behringer at the moment, aren't they? Yes, yeah, yeah. They're doing modules of the uh, 2500, yeah, mm. and, and the 2600, yeah. So this is a funeral for a f- friend, not a fiend. Not a fiend, as I uh, <laughs> <laughs> mistyped it. <laughs> by Elton John with David Henshaw.
Elton John definitely needs some more synth in his, in his uh, he does. stuff he down, does. doesn't he? Yeah. It counteracts all that schmaltziness. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does really make something like that. That lovely arpeggiation. I really love that. Yeah. The, the beginning reminded me a bit of um, Spinal Tap. <laughs> <laughs> Not the one with the Stonehenge thing. That's it. They got, yeah. <laughs> <That's what I'm> <laughs> <getting>. <laughs> they got the scale wrong. That was very funny. I love that. <laughs> 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 two foot high stone hands come down so I listened through to the um, brilliant electrical language compilation from uh, the British synth pop from 78 to 84 and I found a piece by a band called Solid Space who sort of short lived British band uh, not heard of them yeah they formed in 1980 by Matthew Vosberg and Dan Goldstein uh, and they were like they're just influenced by science fiction and Doctor Who they went on to do other careers, and I think one's, one is a software engineer for Apple and Google, and I think um, another one become a photographer. I like the naivety of, of this, and it's, you know, some of it feels a bit out of time, and, and the synths are slightly yeah. drifting their tunings. I did, li- did like a lot of those random synth sort of albums. I was, was buying them up all the time that were coming mm. out all, all over the place. But around that time is when I was really into synths and all the all these sort of the underground uh, bands that were using synths yeah. it, was, it was an exciting time for me that, but this is a yeah, piece from their album Space Museum called wow. Contemplation It's just a contemplation I think in my head Something to do tomorrow Leave it instead Sitting alone without you I watch in despair The birds have walked around me Flying to the air And the morning flies away Overseas to see you another day It's just imagination Your face in the fire Nothing my eyes can see But the wind blows in Now as the day goes nearer I shiver inside Devoting all my thoughts to A car by my side 
<laughs> I love the naivety of it. Oh, I love that, and they <laughs> threw everything at it, didn't they? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> every, every, every sort of uh, little uh, patch they could think of was coming in there, wasn't it? Yeah, get a bit of that in. The two-fingered bass line. Yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was sort of, um, yeah, it was something you've got to hear. The rest of the album is not as wonky as that. Oh, right, I do like... Uh, <laughs> I do like things like that. There's a little, little, little nod to to, to Bowie even there, wasn't there? A little bit with the why, 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 why. Oh, they're all into Bowie, aren't they? Yeah. I come across this next track, which uh, it's by Bruce Woolley from the Radio Science Orchestra. They they sort of use all the Ons Martino and uh, theremins and all sorts of old gear. The old, yeah, vintage stuff. Yeah, yeah. but this is the a cover of, of the video Killed a Radio Star and it features a local Whitstable artist um, Polly Scattergood on vocals ah right okay so yeah this is um, their version of Buggles Big Hit Buggles was it yeah, yeah. Trevor Horn the Buggles wasn't it yeah Good, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, very different. Very, um, yeah. I'm trying to think what the, the contemporary equivalent would be for the subject. Like, I don't know, Spotify killed oh, yeah. all music. 
Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I always remember the um, used to get on on all the album in the sleeves was a little cassette that was like a skull and crossbones taping and killing. Oh yeah. Music. Yeah. Dude, we got Bandcamp. Yeah, stick to Bandcamp. Then the most supportive, definitely. Yeah. So that was a good warm up for the uh, for the banger. Yeah, yeah. We got we got New Order and familiar a familiar track to everyone. I should think this Blue Monday from '87. Very lovely, packed with gorgeous synthy sounds in it. And uh, it's interesting the thing because it's got sort of an unusual. We were sort of joking around a sort of a western sort of beat the other earlier, but it's got some interesting little things about this that I read about. That uh, Dylan Gilbert, a keyboard player, the sequencer was was actually built by uh, uh, Bernard Sumner. He built it as a kit and uh, built a sequencer to, to, that runs on this. But she pre- misprogrammed it, and missed a note out, so you got like a broken, a broken right. sort of sequence on it, which which. Gives it that uh, a little. I thought, well, that's giving it the little westerny sort of. Sound. Well, so Peter Hook, Peter Hook, basically, he, yeah. ba- he basically played a fistful of dollars over it. I mean, uh, exactly. Yeah, for a few more dollars. It's from, yeah, yeah. Ennio uh, Morricone. <laughs> yeah, he got that over it. So it's got that sort of thing going on in the background, but yeah. it's got a lot of other and a galloping really, sort of beat. Boom, ba da boom, ba da boom. Beat, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, and I really like that, and I like it as a track anyway. It's the one day. Apparently they play at all their concerts as a as their uh, encore. Mm. Yeah. Now I remember buying it at the time. And like I say, yeah. that record couple was so extravagant; it cost more to make than they sell it, sold it for. So they lost money on every sale. <laughs> it's funny, <laughs> isn't it? You get, that's often the case with some of the things that are really popular, or they were really a good thing, but they didn't actually make any money. Mm. A familiar track. Yeah. Many. A classic. Best selling 12 inch ever, I think. Yeah. Blue Monday.
Another in, thing about that track is the, uh, the choir sound. Is uh, uh, the sample from Kraftwerk's Uranium? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's got a lot, a lot going on there, isn't it? Really. Yeah. <laughs> so we're in, ending tonight with another banger from MR808, who is Sofian Ben Youssef from Tunisia. Obviously, is into the TR808 drum machine, which is uh, the main inspiration to this. But it's it's all using. Sort of a mixture of traditional music from from across the Maghreb. It's nice to to get stuff mixed in together. Yeah, I love I love the sort of African, a lot of African uh, electronica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is called Deg Dega from Maghreb United album. Daddy, 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 
tunings you get with the yeah because you get all the different musical scales don't you from yeah. um, like middle eastern music as well yeah, yeah powerful huh? yeah it's really nice thanks again for listening we'll be back next week with some more electronics radiophonics and experimentation yeah, yeah, loads of, loads of new sounds. Until then, join us on the Facebook page, Coastal Electronauts. Please do, yeah. It's lovely to get the comments and chats going in here. Walking and, uh, yeah. Until then, we'll see you next week. Yes, bye-bye.